Hey guys, Virginia here, Makerspace Coordinator and Chief Imaginator Extraordinaire. I would like to welcome you to the CoLab, the Central Ontario Laboratory, where we use ideation, research, entrepreneurship, and social innovation to fuel your amazing ideas and create lasting change. We are here to educate, inspire, and activate. Prepare to educate yourself with seasoned mentors, be inspired by compelling voices, and activate your plan for success. Welcome, Welcome to, to the CoLab. Hey guys, I'm Virginia, this is the hair that lives on top, and today we are going to be talking to a very special guest. That is right, and I'm Jamie Doran, I'm the Executive Director of Research Innovation here at Georgian College, and our special guest is Tom Morazzo. He's a part-time faculty member at the college, and he does all kinds of really cool stuff, and we're going to find out all about that today. Hey Tom, um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, like what do you do at Georgian? Uh, I've actually been there for about uh, just over a year now. This is, I think, my fourth or fifth semester in the software program. Usually, whatever Georgian wants to uh, have taught and they have an opening, I get asked and I fill the gap. It's kind of how it goes. Cool. In, in like yeah. IT and, and software, yep. mostly. Uh, Mostly software, so I teach uh, C++ is kind of the one I've been sticking with the, the whole time, but uh, I've done a couple of semesters of .NET Core, I've done iOS, Android, some C Sharp. Um, what else? I can't, that's been so many. Oh, I did uh, Arduino. I did Arduino. You came to my class. I, it's, you know what, I every semester I have so many different uh, sort of realms of software that I, I'm starting to lose track. Wow. So I'm not a big software guy. Like I don't, I know nothing. I can program in basic, I think, if I okay. remember back to the old days. So I don't know yeah. anything about all this new stuff, maybe a little HTML, but how do you keep track yeah. of all these new types of programming languages? And uh, You know what? You just kind of do. I don't know how, I suppose it's like a, a polyglot, right? That just can remember a whole bunch of different languages that they can speak uh, right. and they can kind of hang inside that conversation as long as it's in one particular language. Um, I guess it's the same sort of thing with software. Hey, Tom, so you've done some research projects. Could you tell me a little bit about those? Well, you know what, they're, they're side projects that uh, kind of grew out of control. Uh -oh. um, well, we like in a, in a, <laughs> yeah, you know, it was, it was in a really good, uh, a good way. And, um, it's all Scott McCrindle's fault. I'm going to blame mm. Scott. Okay. Uh, be, be, Scott's the one who first interviewed me to come to Georgian. And um, he took me on a tour and he showed me his little pet projects. And he had said that, you know, if, if you've got something really good that would be, interest other people, uh, you can kind of make the, the college a little bit of your part-time playground. And so I've always had this interest in self-driving cars. I just never got, I never got to it in, in, in life yet. Right. So, uh, I signed up for the Udacity self-driving car course. Uh, anyway, it's, it's, it's long. It's in, it's really in depth. And I was walking by, uh, the, one of the labs in end building one day, and I saw these two electric three wheeled cars that Georgian has. So my brain started to spin and I put two and two together, started asking some questions uh next thing you know um i've got a whole team of students from lakehead and georgian all in the software i'm trying to recruit students from engineering 
uh, trying to recruit students that used to be on the, the teams that actually built the electric cars. And so we were actually, uh, we were going to build this uh, electric vehicle, do all the software for the electric vehicle. And um, everything was all ready to go. I had the support from the dean, both associate deans. Uh, Mira was involved. Uh, mm -hmm. Ross was a big supporter. Excellent. And yeah, it was it was great. It was a lot of fun. So you had and, a lot of people from the applied research uh, department yes, come to you yes. and come yeah. try to help. Yeah, there was a lot of support, a lot of excitement about it. And then I finally had my first meeting with all the students, the very first sort of team meeting on how everything was going to go. I came out of that meeting and I ran into one of the other faculty who had just come from a COVID-19 meeting and said, yeah, we're probably going to shut down at the end oh, of the week. No. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, no, oh, no, the COVID. So, yeah, so recently, uh, so I've never been able to get back into Georgian because of the lockdown. I can't get yeah. in and get to the vehicles i can't get access to the students and everything so this project being that it's an electric car is very hardware intensive mm -hmm. right so um what's happened is my son actually i bought my son this go-kart uh seven seven years ago it's an electric go-kart and i'm in the process of now modifying the electric go-kart and i've gotten in touch with some of the students that are still around wanted to be a part of the project and so now we're going to slowly start trying to pick up this project again. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it being resourceful. We talk about that on this show all the time where you want to do yeah. something and you, you sometimes just have to look around yourself and say, how can I actually make this happen with what I have? Yeah. And, and you know what? Like, Hey, no one expected yeah, a pandemic. Yeah, and that's that's been a bit of a challenge too, right? Because like I, I remember being in the staff uh, lunchroom one day having a conversation with one faculty and another faculty overheard the conversation. And then she said, hey, I own a, an auto body shop uh, or she's a mechanic. She owns her own uh, shop. She wanted to be involved in the project. So I actually just had a video call with her the other day to help me modify the go-kart to put a, an electric motor on the steering column. Mm. So this thing takes off. And what I thought was really, really funny was that uh, Rebecca Seberin, who's the, the other, she's the associate dean of engineering. Oh, of her I know Rebecca. Uh, she's great. One of her came up to her one day and said, hey, did you hear we're building an electric car here, or a self-driving car at the college? She's like, oh, really? Really? Tell me about it. She's the first person I went to because she's also... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, she's been a big supporter of it because there's a, it's a combined, uh, like, uh, across multiple uh, faculties and programs. I can get electrical, I can get mechanical, I can get software, all yep. teams to contribute to it, right? So, uh, and then Tim, my my boss, was extremely supportive. And, and I know Bill, the, the dean, was really supportive as mm -hmm. well. So, uh, and then I had meetings with Ross and Mira to to try to do this at the Barry Auto Show, which ended up getting canceled because of COVID. Right. So so well, anyway, maybe, that, maybe in a in a weird way, this will just give you a little bit more runway. You're going to get a whole other year to to yeah to, uh, work on it, make progress. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm actually trying to work on it because Georgian College has now uh, been approved for the new artificial intelligence uh diploma program that's right starting starting in january mm -hmm. so i'm i'm hoping that uh at the very least this this car or this technology that we're trying to build 
creates a platform for the pro uh, for the the new program it, it may or may not i have no idea ross is uh the new coordinator uh thank god right. for that one and so maybe maybe it'll get folded into the the program maybe it won't i don't know but it's it's an option that uh georgian can can explore if they really want to. My favorite thing about this project is that you combine so many different areas of the college. You have people from engineering, you have people from mechanical, you have a whole bunch of people from computer programming. It's going to be yes. awesome. Yes. Well, if that doesn't work out, then Virginia, you know, I've invited you to my house to help sure. me with my new aquaponics, aquaponics. system. <laughs> I've got my greenhouse with my sea container. And as soon as the NBCA stops yelling at me, then I can get back to work <laughs> Yeah, I got myself into trouble. So let, let, let's, uh, so you said something that piqued my interest there. You said you've got some aquaponics or something happening or hydroponics at your house? Yeah, it's aquaponics. I have a couple of friends that uh, had an aquaponics. Uh, and uh -huh. um, that's another funny story having to do with COVID because the exact same week I, I got my car project launched, I was having a meeting with Don unborn about maybe trying to do an aquaponics project at Georgian to grow the food and the fish to uh, go into the culinary program. Right. Okay. And then, and then my thought was, Hey, then I can get some, I was teaching Arduino at the time and I had some of my students in there that were really interested in using Arduino for growing stuff. So I thought, Hey, there's a, there's a lot of different connections here. Uh, but of course, COVID, right? Hey COVID. now, hey now. But anyway, Just what happened? COVID is now doesn't yeah. mean it's going to be know, also for later. Yes, we'll get yes, there. Yes. So I've I now uh, the guys in Toronto shut the company down, and they've moved on to bigger and better projects for their company. But they said, hey, if you can move the whole entire system to your house, you can have it. So I have did, did a twenty. You, wait a second there. Did you need a permission slip to to do that? I did. I did. I own, I, I'm on, yeah, I'm on four acres of, uh, of land and my property, uh, is, is the, the one boundary of my, I've got 300 feet of the Nottawa Sega river in my backyard. Ah. Turns out, turns out my land is protected land uh -huh. and I need, I need a $500 permit to put a sea container on my property. Oh, of course, you need a permission uh, slip. Anyway, I've got the sea container, and on top of it, I actually have a greenhouse. It was a custom-built greenhouse on top of the sea container. So it's there in my yard. It's ready to go. I just got a stop order from the NVCA. Anyway, so <laughs> I, I've got this thing, and um, I actually, the really cool thing, I was trying to do... I was going to heat it with actually uh, with with compost uh, composting wood chips. Oh yeah. So I had a bunch of trees cut down in my yard this summer, and uh, they were really unsafe trees. I cut them down, but the guys had a, a ten inch wood chipper, so I was using that thing. It's called a biomuller, mm -hmm. and so you can as it decomposes, it creates heat, and you yep. can warm up water and glycol. And I was going to run that through a radiator inside the sea container to keep it all warm all throughout the entire winter. That's free heat and that'll last for months. Yeah, so for now, sure. Mm -hmm. But the, the one thing I wanted to do was get this all up and running um, and then kind of use it maybe as a training platform for Georgian students that were interested in aquaponics mm -hmm. and then grab some of the software people 
uh, students and say, hey, like, here's a project here if you want to come and use this as a test ground. Now, I'm not yes. going to let you kill my fish. No, no, we don't want the students to kill the fish. It would be a that really be good, bad. fun project. Like, like, make me something that doesn't auto feeder for feeding fish. Yeah, that'd be cool. Even the environmental controls, like controlling yes. humidity, light, temperature. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, some really advanced stuff would be great to do some some computer vision mm -hmm. uh, where you could track the fish and then based on the, the vision system, actually monitor the size of the fish. Okay, mm -hmm. so um, throughout the summer, I've been getting trying to get certified as an aquaponics design, a system design uh, certification, whatever. And so uh, you're looking at about 20 kilograms of fish per cubic uh, cubic meter of water. Mm. So I have a 300 gallon that's just over a, a, a cubic meter of water. And so I can, when they, when they mature and they get over a kilogram each, I could have about 20 fish. But mm -hmm. it'd be great to have a vision system that starts to tell me, hey, your fish are growing. They're, they're, it's time to start harvesting them. Oh, those are some pretty pretty cool projects. You know what yeah. I'm taking what I'm taking from this, Tom, and it's something kind of that we have brought up on this on this show before. Because really, what we're trying to do is reach out to the innovators and entrepreneurs in our region and help them take those steps forward. Like if they have yeah. an idea, just do it. And, you know, yeah. don't get so wrapped up in in things. Just like you know, there's resources all over, and, and your good ideas can move forward if you're ready to to work on it. And, and you've done that in many different ways. Like you've taken your passion, your knowledge yeah. and the resources around you to like move things forward. Yeah. And, and every, every chance that I get to pull in the students to do a real project, that is where the real learning is going to happen. Like I, I can go into a class and teach theoretical stuff all the time, yep. do little examples, but it's no substitute for, understanding what's the long-term goal of this thing what is the outcome and why am i doing this yep. and you miss that in the classroom when it's all pure theoretical stuff right mm -hmm. so if you get real hands-on projects um you know that's that's resume stuff too for sure you know? so can you tell us a little bit about some of the student experiences that you've witnessed uh you know what i i, I could tell you it it really varies um what I love to see is the diversity um, across all the different kinds of students we have from different countries, um, different age groups. That's the part I really like too, right? Because um, I I retired from the army in 2015, mm -hmm. and uh, I was sort of a self-taught programmer in my career, and then I. I retired from the military. I had an opportunity to go back to school, so I chose software. And so mm -hmm. typically I was always the old guy in class. Like I was usually older mm -hmm. than the teachers uh -huh. um, because like, but I, I come to class and, and it's nice to see that there is more of a, there's, there's, I've had students that were older than me, which is really nice, mm -hmm. but I've had some that are obviously right out of high school. So I get that, that range and I get them. Right. Uh, students from many different countries. Uh, I, in one of my classes last year, I had a, a Korean student, he was ex-military engineer like I was. Hmm. Uh, so that's kind of that's kind of nice too. And uh, some of the students that I've had are, I honestly don't tell anyone, but I can't teach them anything. They're beyond, <laughs> they're, they're just, they're just that good. 
they're really good. They've been doing this stuff since they were 10 years old in their, in their, in their, their bedrooms, right? They're just really mm -hmm. good. Um, but for me, you know, what it really comes down to is uh, it's, it's not the strong students that really give me the big thrill. It's the students that feel overwhelmed and don't understand the, the big picture and they don't understand the little picture and they're kind of caught in this limbo and they're constantly doubting whether or not they can do this. It's those are the students that I'm looking for. Those are the ones I feel like I can make the biggest impact. Um, and, and I get those students. Okay. And it's, it's, it's challenging, but those are the biggest motivators for me is those kind of students. So um, this is where we say thank you to all the viewers and thank you so much for watching and, and listening to show, listening to the show today. Um, we always say, if you have an idea, you can write your comments down below and don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel and share it with your friends. Yes, yes. Do all those things that Jamie just mentioned. All the things. <laughs> Tom, do you have any more words for these awesome people? Thanks for having me. And I appreciate that there was no Paul Rudd jokes. Uh, we never got to the Paul <laughs> hey, Rudd I was going to be like, calm down, Ant-Man. <laughs> and yeah. today on the collab, Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Jamie. See you guys later. Bye. PC ran into a problem. Oh, oh. Blue screen of death. So my computer just gave me the blue screen of death. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to try to link that up.